0: Hello, this is Tim from Two Blokes from Blighty, and before we get into our regular episode, we're going to hear a podcast from... What? Slade? Does he play games? I I think he hates them.
1: (laughs) Take it away, Slade, after being slated by Tim. (laughs)
0: Hello, I'm Slade from the Game Club podcast. I'd like you to join me on my subseries Between Two Pods where once every 2 weeks I bring on a different podcaster to interview them.
1: Ooh, another white boy with a podcast. International Day of the Girl Child. Here I go, here I go, here I go again. Girls, what's my weakness? Men. You know my email address. Uh yeah, isn't it? Big Willie Tim at willywillywilly.com.
0: Very close, it's bigwillytim at bigcockslap.org. <laughs> uh, a Swedish citizens can opt in through a thing called Dial a Random Swede.
1: You think, you think a week in Newcastle is expensive Till you
0: wait until you get to your day. I had Russians shouting at me, <laughs> I had people asking me questions of a British man. It's wild, there is no possible way of knowing what you wake up to picture of up their own ass Tory rich politician standing on a guide dog.
1: Uh, can you direct that at Slade, who was not happy about you slagging off golf?
0: <laughs> I think the pain might actually kill me if I do it again.
1: Here I go, here I go, here I go again. Girls, what's my weakness? Men. Welcome back to Two Blokes (laughs) from Blighty. I am one of your hosts, Joey Fitzgerald, and I am joined by the incandescent Tim Fitzgerald. Oh, you've
0: done that
1: one. Oh, bollocks. I am joined by the dry Tim Fitzgerald.
0: (laughs) Uh, Hello, everyone. (laughs) I didn't quite know how how to speed up the reaction on that one. How are you doing, Joey? I'm
1: very well, thanks. How are you?
0: Uh... My skin is like sandpaper right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, when it's I said incandescent,
1: <laughs> when I said incandescent, and um, I'd already said it, I um, looked around my desk, and the first word I read was dry because of the deodorant that's on it. So I right. went with it.
0: All right, fair enough. Um, on the topic of salt and pepper, have you ever seen uh, Patrick Stewart introducing them on Saturday Night Live?
1: No, but it sounds wonderful.
0: It's well, Sir Patrick Stewart is an absolute gem anyway. Um, but he almost sounds surprised, uh, when he introduces Pepper because he's like, and now performing this hit, salt and pepper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> very good, very yeah. good. Uh, Tim, let's start with a regular spot. Let's hear a pub quiz question.
0: Pub quiz question. This one is for all the board gaming players, board gamers. A uh, board game. Board,
1: board, those board gamers
0: in the world of board games. What is the maximum number of players allowed in a game of Settlers of Catan? I think it's eight. Eight. Okay, no problem. Can uh, you give it's... me a
1: thumbs up or a thumbs down? Tell me if it's right. That's wrong. Okay.
0: Oh well, there you go. Yeah. Have you ever played Catan? No. Oh, it's so fun. It's basically just fuck over your friends for about an hour and a half.
1: That's all board games, isn't it?
0: Mostly yes. Outside of maybe Scrabble. <laughs>
1: I think even Scrabble, you meant to fuck over someone. I suppose, yeah. Tim, would you like some um some national days?
0: Of course I would, absolutely.
1: There are some good ones here, okay?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, we'll start with National Sausage on Pizza Day.
0: Uh, okay, yeah, yeah.
1: International Day of The Girl Child. The Girl Child? Yeah.
0: Okay, <laughs> that's a very strange way of phrasing it.
1: National Coming Out Day?
0: Sure, okay.
1: Uh National Fossil Day?
0: Uh okay. Sure.
1: Two more. The mm-hmm. last one is my favorite. Uh National Take Your Parents to Lunch Day.
0: Okay, pretty wholesome.
1: My favorite one, National Pet Obesity Awareness Day.
0: Right, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of the previous ones could lead up to Pet, pet Obesity <laughs> Awareness Day.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, what are we going, for, Tim?
0: Uh, I am going to go with, yeah, you know, let's go with Pet Obesity Awareness Day. Okay. Um, cool. Just for the simple fact that round dogs are very funny sometimes.
1: <laughs> I like it, Tim. Where do you want to go to next? Have you got any crazy stuff to bring to the pod?
0: I have. I've got, I've got four topics that I've written down. Because well, as a lot of you know, I write things down throughout the week to talk about on this podcast.
1: Are, are any of them crazy?
0: Uh, one of them is fun. Um, I'll go through one of my very quick ones.
1: Hold on, Tim. Let's start with the fun one. But before we do that.
0: Oh, damn, that's crazy.
1: So this is our, (laughs) oh, damn, that's crazy section, Tim. Okay,
0: I see what you were going for. (laughs) One of the notes I've just written here is, uh, my colleague woke up at five in the morning the other day before work to watch the first half of The Godfather and then came to work. (laughs)
1: <laughs> what they woke up specifically to watch the first like, half came of the to godfather my desk
0: at like 8 a.m the other day and was like hey how you doing i was like i'm good how are you and she goes, i'm tired i've got up at five in the morning to watch the godfather for about an hour and then i got ready for work i was like why did you watch the godfather for an hour she's like i wanted to do that last night but i didn't get around to it
1: but only the first half
0: she only got through the first half i've no idea if she got through the second
1: why does it I've got so many questions. <laughs> why Why doesn't she wait and not get up at five o'clock?
0: That was my first question. Did she answer? Uh, well, I didn't ask her. I just, oh. One of the questions I have in mind.
1: What a, what, a, what a letdown, Tim. The second one, why did she stop when she did?
0: Uh, I think to get ready for work. Um, she told me before that she leaves her house at like six in the morning to get to work.
1: Okay, so if you're going to watch The Godfather... Did she set an alarm for this?
0: I'm assuming so. But, so <laughs> oh. I don't think we get this much mileage out of this one little note.
1: But I just... If you set an alarm and say, I'm going to watch The Godfather, I would look at the runtime of The Godfather mm-hmm. and watch The Godfather. Mm-hmm. What she's done is gone, I'll watch about an hour of it, we'll see where we're at.
0: <laughs> Are there any movies that you would do that for? Just like get an hour in and go like, nah, I'm gonna work now.
1: <laughs> Only ones that I didn't enjoy. I wouldn't get up at five o'clock for them. I did when the last series of Breaking Bad was released. I used to get up early first thing on a Monday mm-hmm. so that I could watch it. So when I went to work, no one could spoil it for me.
0: Okay. I and mean, that's that's pretty dedicated. I, I can remember being really, really far behind on Breaking Bad when this is when it was currently airing and I managed to watch, what was it, all? Was it five or six seasons? Five six, seasons. Five seasons. I watched basically five seasons of Breaking Bad in about a week. And got up just in, And got caught up just in time for the finals to come out on Netflix. Wow. I know. It was very, wow. very intense. Um, the other thing that I've Hold got... Hold on. Oh, damn, that's crazy that was crazy. What else have you got? <laughs> uh so you know I love a scam text message and a scam call because I'll just fuck Okay. With them. Um I got not one but two yesterday. Two okay. two scam texts and I'd like us to read them like a bit like a script. Uh you're gonna be me and I'm gonna be the scammer.
1: Okay. Are you gonna send it to me on Discord so we on can read Discord? along?
0: So this is the first one. Um, okay, cool. Okay, let me know when you got it. Okay. Ready? Yep. Excuse me, do you still need a job? Who is this? Ashley is my name. I work for Jobsite UK Companies. This is our offer. Part-time, 28 to £32 pound an hour, yada, 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 job details.
1: What's the job?
0: If you meet the above requirements, I'll assign you to a person... Uh, sorry, I'll assign you the person in charge to send you the project details and salary package to your WhatsApp as reference. Would that be fine? <laughs> uh, and then the response to what is the job. This is a freelance job that can be done part-time or full-time. You can develop your sideline during the free time without worrying about affecting your primary job. If you're interested in the job, I will assign my person in charge to contact you and give you detailed introduction. Is that okay?
1: Freelance what? Are you telling me that I can get a freelance and then you've sent a gif of jousting? <laughs> as in, for this? Does the job come with my own horse or do I need to supply my own? And also... <laughs> Who do I talk to about armor? I have some ideas and ideas has sparkly emojis around it.
0: <laughs> That's it. Now I got this one about uh four hours later.
1: <laughs> oh my god, this is long. Okay.
0: Alright. So hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you here to give me my freelance? Last time also mentioned a horse.
0: Nice to meet you. My name is Adam. I'm from NGS Global Recruitment Company. We have a great remote job with a good salary. Can I send you the details?
1: Do I get a freelance?
0: And then he replied, sure. (laughs) Before I give you this job, could you just check that you meet the job requirements? Hold
1: on, you missed one of my lines. Did I? Yeah, I made plans to go jousting this weekend. Oh,
0: right, yeah. (laughs) Um, Before I share this job, could you please uh, please check if you meet the job requirements? Be a British or visa holder. A British, I've just noticed that. Um... (laughs) over 18 years old and have a bank account to receive salary do you meet the job requirements
1: that depends do I also get a horse like the last guy said
0: it's very easy (laughs) job to work from home with good money and will not affect your current job or business (laughs) I promise just do whatever you feel like
1: okay but where do we settle on the horse (laughs) and who do I speak to about my armor measurements and you've said the same jousting
0: gift (laughs) to a different number um, so I am in charge of only the job requirements. If you're interested in this job, could you please check the basic requirements first?
1: You've sent a picture of enough with the zodiac signs. What's your favorite medieval helmet? And yeah. you said <laughs> You said, What helmet style do you think is the most flattering? I like a great helm, but I think armors are due to make a comeback. <laughs> has to match the rest of my armor of course
0: and then like I know th- maybe 20 minutes later i didn't get a response
1: oh yeah Tw- 19 minutes later i know this kind of choice is hard but i think we can both agree that the frog mouth is out that's the kind of thing that a, britney- a bitch britney would wear um the, the nail painting emoji like can you believe her god i hope she and brad break up anyway i want your opinions with the story emoji on the helmet um
0: <laughs> maybe 10 minutes another later 10
1: minutes hello bestie that's actually hello and then an hour later bestie <laughs> um and then uh, he said I'm sorry was it the frog mouth helmet comment I shouldn't have said anything even if it is Britney's favourite with a vomiting emoji
0: they did not respond <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's very good. I yeah. enjoyed that, Tim. Thank you. Maybe we could do that more often.
0: If, if As soon as I get scam texts, I will be sure to let you know, because I love messing with them.
1: So I don't know if you're um, a keen, avid watcher of the Talking Smack Discord. Uh, uh, Josh sent a screenshot of... Um, where is it? It's in the general one, but I can't find general. There it is. He sent a screenshot of... Um, a email that he got, and it says, it's from directorfbi891 at gmail.com. He says, I'm the director of FBI. I'm Mr. Christopher, and I have associated with the bank authority and manager David Mulpass to speak to you and handle the final expert option to deliver your fund worth over $8 million. I want to inform you that one man, Richard Melody, just came out of our office yesterday in the morning and claimed that you are not alive and you sent him to receive the package on your behalf. But I told him before we will release the package to him that I must text you first to know if he's telling the truth or not. Your urgent response is needed now. And I said, it's got to be legit. He couldn't get that email address without being the director of the FBI.
0: Yeah, very true.
1: Scam techs are wonderful, aren't
0: they? I've just found another one in my WhatsApp messages if you want to do that one as yes, well. Yes,
1: I do. Let's do it. This is good good uh, good content, Tim. Alright, are you ready? Oh my god, this is wordy. Okay, yeah, let's go. Alright,
0: it's mostly wordy on my end, to be honest. So yeah. uh hello, how are you? Who is this? I'm the manager of our company. At present, due to increase in online business volume, the company needs to recruit some part-time employees. Just work on your phone for 20 or 40 minutes a day and earn up to 200 to 1,500 GBP per day. The work is simple without difficulty and there are special personnel um, responsible for guidance. If you are interested in learning more about this job, I will give you the contact details of our receptionist as soon as possible so you can get in touch with him.
1: What is your name? Your name is not the manager of the company.
0: And then they just sent a phone number. (laughs)
1: And then you said, "Answer me, coward."
0: The above information will co- uh, is the contact information of our receptionist. If you have enough time to work, please contact him for more information.
1: Contact him. The name on the contact is Mary. Mr I imagine you meant Mister Manager of oh, yeah. the company. What is your first name? And they never responded.
0: Yeah, just a, just a great, great little interaction. If I I get a decent amount of these scam WhatsApps, um.
1: What have you put your number in? That's getting you these because oh, I never okay. get them.
0: I don't know. I just get a decent amount of them on WhatsApp. Sometimes I'll get maybe one or two a week, and then like I'll, I'll go months without any.
1: Oh, that's a shame. Um, that was fun. I enjoyed that, Tim.
0: I've got one here as well. I don't want to go through it right now, but it's me asking what an Evelyn is for about ten minutes.
1: <laughs> I'm glad your humour is uh, un- unparalleled. unparalleled. <laughs>
0: Um, What else have I got on here? Uh, Oh, fun little callback to our episode a couple of weeks ago, Black Sabbath Ballet.
1: (laughs) Yes, okay, talk to me.
0: So, uh, Joey, what do you remember about the Black Sabbath Ballet topic?
1: Uh, You were in a promotional video where they asked you about all your experience of Black Sabbath, and if you won, you got free tickets to go and see Black Sabbath, the ballet.
0: Guess who fucking won? (laughs) Guess who Uh, couldn't go? (laughs) Hmm. You? Yes. Uh, interestingly, I got a call from the head of marketing for the Royal Ballet for the UK, um, who I guess was organising this, and was like, hi, is that Tim? And I was like, yeah, speaking. I went, hi, my name's Kate. You entered a Black Sabbath contest. I was like, oh, shit, okay. Um, They were like, we tried to send you out the tickets a couple of weeks ago, but I guess we sent it to the wrong email, but we actually got a response back saying they thought it was spam. Um, So... <laughs> I don't if you want to beep, I suppose you should beep out the email. You know my email address, do uh,
1: Yeah, isn't it? BigWillytim at willywillywilly.com.
0: Very close. It's bigwillytim at bigcockslap.org. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, my email's at... Um, do you want that bleeped? Yes. And also the next okay. thing, beep. Um, they sent an email to... And amazingly, they got a response from someone being like, I thought this was spam. And they called me on the day of the concert to be like, hey, are you having these tickets or not? Um,
1: So you called me. um, I called you. Dad. I was in the pub. uh,
0: Yep. uh, I called dad. I called mum. I called a couple of people that I knew from school. I put it in our WhatsApp group. Amazingly, if you get free tickets or something, you can't fucking give them away.
1: (laughs) Well, you can't give them away with about three hours notice.
0: Well, that's, that's all the notice I had. That's your fault. Eventually, someone did take them. Someone from work who happened to be going to Birmingham that night and was looking for something to do.
1: Oh, really? Did they enjoy it?
0: Uh, I've not seen them since, so maybe they died, I don't know.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, that was funny, Tim. You caught me off guard.
0: Yeah. Um, I hope they had a good time in their final moments. Mm. Rip Mark. Um,
1: When they were just going to down the crazy... Did yep. they take the crazy train there?
0: Uh, I thought it was the crazy bus.
1: Wait, I'm going off the rails like a crazy bus.
0: Doesn't really work. No. no. What's trying to think about J, any, I was
1: trying to think of any other Black Sabbath.
0: Uh, they're Sorry. paranoid the ticket wouldn't work.
1: Yes, very good. Um,
0: any else? Anyone else?
1: I'm not really bringing much to the table here. I've genuinely forgotten every single Black Sabbath song apart from Headless Cross. And war, war pigs.
0: pigs. Yeah, war pigs is a classic. Uh, I was about to say, can I play with madness? But that's Iron Maiden. I don't know. Either way, won the contest. Yeah, this... Clearly not a big Black Sabbath fan. What well,
1: you weren't camping outside waiting
0: to go in? Well, I didn't. Again, I didn't know until about three hours before the event.
1: Shocking! Absolutely. Shocking. By the way, it turns
0: out it was only one ticket. <laughs> I at least thought it was so, a pair of tickets.
1: Was Mark flying solo?
0: He must have been, unless he smuggled someone into the ballet.
1: (laughs) Mm. Fair enough, Um, Tim. So I thought I would bring a new section. Yes. To the podcast, I don't have a jingle for it, which Mm. I wish I did. Um, Some interesting or or things I've learned this week that sound unbelievable but are actually true. Okay. So um, something I found really, I've got two this this week, which I think. Um, one of them is really interesting One of them is a little bit disgusting I'm um, asking, yeah. The first one, the interesting one mm-hmm. Did you know that TVs emit a tone inaudible to humans That your smartphone picks up when it's playing adverts And that's how when you're watching telly and adverts Come on, you get related, targeted ads to your phone it's through a tone that's put out through your TV speakers that you can't hear, but your smartphone hears.
0: That's amazing.
1: How clever is that?
0: Did you know uh, about TVs? Uh, you know when you get static on a TV channel? hmm That's Fallout from the Big Bang.
1: No, it's not.
0: It's true. Look it up.
1: No, that's all the pixels having a rave.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> um, I have I, I lied. I've actually got two more, but one of them is more fun than the other. All right. um, so, if you go to a train station, imagine you're you're going to a train station. Tim, what what train station do you would you go to that is like a clo like, not just a platform? It's got a room.
0: The trains uh, come in. A I bit mean, like Bristol. Yeah, as I was gonna say, Bristol Temple Mead.
1: Okay, Bristol Temple Mead. On average, the air you breathe in a train station mm. is fifteen percent human skin.
0: getting the train tomorrow that's really gross
1: (laughs) Um, (coughs) yeah but if you think a train station uh, leaving the train station you think I'm so glad I'm not breathing in all this human skin anymore you know when you see daylight and you can see dust particles floating in that Hmm. 80% of the floating specks you see in the sunbeam are also human skin
0: So where was that?
1: when you see floating dust particles, just
0: out and about. Mm-hmm. That's really gross.
1: Yeah, that's what you breathe in.
0: Cool, love that. Hannibal Lecter's having a field day. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's just taking a straw to, <laughs> taking a straw to Bristol Temple Meads. Uh, the last thing that I I um, found, which is like a multifaceted fact, which I thought you'd really enjoy, is you are ten times more likely to get bitten by a New Yorker than a shark.
0: Oh, I mean, I'm definitely putting that in my in my obsidian vault.
1: You're also more likely to get bitten by a New Yorker than you are bit- to get bitten by a rat in New York. Really, really,
0: that's amazing. Mm. Did you it know,
1: chompy lads? Those uh, <laughs> those New Yorkers. Those New Yorkers.
0: <laughs> mm. Hey, I'm chewing here. <laughs> <laughs> um. Did you know that all of Iceland's food, the country, not the supermarket...
1: Is it from Iceland, the supermarket? It's not from
0: Iceland. It's entirely locally sourced. They don't import food. Um, So uh, this actually meant that McDonald's had to scrap their plans for expansion because it just wasn't viable. Uh, But it did lead to the creation of Iceland's own McDonald's knockoff called Metro. Really? Yeah. So, So companies like KFC have been able to set up out there because they can locally source and produce all their chicken and sauce and potatoes and all that, um, while in Iceland. But companies like McDonald's can't. Wow. That's I think that's bloody interesting.
1: <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you know any other fun things about Iceland?
0: Uh, I do actually, because I did a page on them, um, on my obsidian. Um For those who don't know, Obsidian is basically just like a big note-taking app, but you can create like interconnected topics uh, and like a big old chart. Mm. Uh, Iceland. I do know they have one of the world's oldest parliaments. Um, Parliament of Owls. uh, Parliament of Owls. Um, Although one of ChatGBT's quiz question was, what's a plural of flamingos, which I thought was very relevant.
1: The northern boy said that in our Discord chat. He did. Isn't it a Fandango of flamingos? It is,
0: or something like that. they also have also two of their exports. They have two big exports. Iceland. They have raw aluminium and fish. Just I mean, like the,
1: the latter doesn't surprise me.
0: No, but like it's dried fish, fish flakes, fish food, uh, mm-hmm. fish aquamarine water, that sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. That's their entire export. Is that and aluminium? Uh, they also have the world's largest whale, like. Rehabilitation from Captivity to Wild Center, which well, is very cool. Uh, uh,
1: the world's strongest man is from Iceland.
0: That's true, that's uh, Half thor Julius Bjornson.
1: Yeah, he's um, a thor Julius prick.
0: Is he really? Yeah, he is. He played the Mountain in Game of Thrones, I know that.
1: I know. Can I tell you a secret about Game of Thrones? Yeah. I've watched up to season three. Yeah. People said <clears throat> that it got good before then. I thought it was really boring.
0: Uh it depends on if you like fantasy stuff, I suppose.
1: But like, I do like fantasy stuff because I know you like
0: Lord of the Rings.
1: Mm-hmm. I love Lord of the Rings. It's it's I I don't go a day without watching it.
0: Hmm. Live and breathe it like the Roman Empire.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Except for I never think about the Roman Empire, and neither do you.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah,
1: I don't. I don't know why I never vibe with it. I never got it. I didn't think it was interesting or well shot i thought it looked really cheap was really boring and went off of shock factor
0: there was a lot of a uh, like oh who's gonna die oh i didn't expect them to die
1: oh i didn't expect that sibling to shag that other sibling yeah that's that kind of in- encapsulates what i think of game of thrones in one sentence
0: just to go back to Iceland there was one thing that i really picked up um one of the things what i've got one of the templates things that i've got for my obsidian uh is for countries i break down like religious demographics just to see what like the majority of religions and how they break down are, uh for mm-hmm. a, for a country um 69% of uh iceland is evangelical lutherians uh nice. don't know what that is 3.8% are roman catholic nice. uh, which is very low but then They have, because Iceland's population as of uh, uh, 2021 is uh, a little over 375,000 people, Mm -hmm. um, they have religions that are entirely centralized within Reykjavik and Hafnafjordr. I can't pronounce his name. Hafnafjordr. Hafnafjordr? Hafnafjordr. Sure. But they have religions that are entirely based within those two cities. And they still fall within the top five religious religious demographics of Iceland. Very interesting. Text. Iceland's a fascinating place, but it's the kind of thing you don't just go. Oh, I'm going off to Iceland to see what's there. Like you have to like plan something there.
1: That's not true. I would have. I've, Jenny and I planned to go to Iceland.
0: We we yeah. did as well. We wanted to go to Reykjavik and see the Northern Lights. Yeah, that's exactly why we planned it,
1: but. Have I told you have I told you this story about how we actually paid for it and got a refund almost immediately because of one tiny detail? No. So it was for our honeymoon mm-hmm. um after we got married. Sure. And um we booked Reykjavik. So so Jenny's always wanted to see the Northern Lights. Uh we've been lucky enough to see them um from a plane. Uh but we thought let's go to Iceland, see the Northern Lights we'll do the Blue Lagoon, we'll do whale watching, we'll do the whole shebang, it would be really good. And we found this package that was like reasonably priced because Iceland is really expensive. Mm-hmm. And um, we called them up, went through it. It was a travel agent, sounded fine, paid for it, considerable amount, but very reasonable for the, the, the holiday that it was. Sure. Only then did I realise that they said the hotel is a 15-minute walk from the Blue Lagoon. And okay. I thought, hold on. The Blue Lagoon on the map is in the middle of Iceland. When I Google maps the Blue Lagoon uh to you, you know what the Blue Lagoon is, right? It's I a do, natural, yeah. natural spring. People go, it's a pretty big tourist attraction. Um we we I mapped it out, Google Maps, how long the walk is, four and a half days.
0: Four and a half days.
1: So I called the um travel agent back and said, On your website it says this. This is not true, this is wrong. It would take me four days to walk there across some pretty challenging terrain. <laughs> and that's putting it like
0: Yes, it's very mountainous.
1: The man on the phone said, No, no, this is the address of the blue lagoon. It's a 15-minute walk from your hotel. When I put it in, the Blue Lagoon that they were advertising, bear in mind this package was nearly sold out, so it was very popular, Hmm. the Blue Lagoon Spa Massage Parlour in Reykjavik. Okay. Right. So there would be a lot of disappointed people in Reykjavik around the time of that package. That's amazing. (laughs) Pretty ballsy from the travel agent. To I mean, be it is, yeah.
0: Uh, do you know, I'm actually just looking at flights to Reykjavik because we want to go away for our anniversary next year. Uh, ooh, and
1: Tim, I'm all loved up.
0: Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. And flights to Reykjavik, not bad actually.
1: Yeah, but it's everything else once you're there. Mm, so I hear you think you think a week in Newcastle is expensive, Tim. You wait until you get to Reykjavik, <laughs> and It'll you be- have to spend all your time in. What was it called?
0: Metro. Metro, the, the knockoff McDonald's and yeah. real KFC. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, the only other topic I've got down for this week, I need to put my. Oh yeah. Um, speaking of uh, vaguely Scandinavian places, um, did you hear? Uh, this is maybe going back a year or two now. What the country of Sweden did to celebrate two hundred and fifty years of tourism.
1: Burnt tourists alive.
0: They burn them at the stake. (laughs) No, they they had a thing where the Swedish uh Swedish citizens could opt into a thing called dial a random Swede and the Swedish tourism board set up a phone number for people to call and they would just be assigned a random Swede to ask questions to about Sweden. (laughs) Okay. I wanted to try this. Mm -hmm. Um and uh, unfortunately the number has been taken down, but it did remind me of an old alarm clock app that I used to have um, on my phone. Why? So I used to have this alarm on my phone, and I wish I could remember the name of it, but instead of setting out an alarm tone, anyone who opts into the app will just get a notification, and this is anyone on the planet, will just get a notification to give you a call at the time that you want to be woken up. (laughs) That would be vile. I had russians shouting at me i had people asking me questions of a british man it's wild there is no possible way of knowing what you wake up to
1: that sounds absolutely awful
0: it was it was hilarious for maybe a week
1: <laughs> <laughs> how long ago did you use that
0: oh it's going back like four years ago now so it's, it's a while
1: that sounds really horrible. Would you not do it? It would be like, no, it would be like waking up to someone in your bedroom shouting at you.
0: <laughs> I mean, it was a bit like that, yeah. I had yeah. one rush and say, where are you? I'll get you out of bed myself. It's like, fucking hell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so did you ever have, did you ever call anyone else and say...
0: I called one person. Uh, I was very polite. I was like, hey, it's your alarm clock. Time to get up. That was that was
1: it. it. Did they say thank you?
0: No, it was like, oh yeah, thank you. I think it was an American I got. Does it not charge you? No, no, because it's all done through the app.
1: Oh. Let's find out what that app's called. Uh, I'm sure I can find it.
0: Uh, alarm clock. Uh, Someone calls you. Uh, Wakey, that's the one. Um, wakey. Wakey. Uh, a stranger asked me if I was awake, to which I replied with muffled groans and words. Thanks, Wakey. Wakey, the, lo- the social alarm clock is an app designed to replace your normal alarm clock and let strangers wake you up through a phone call. Designed like a normal alarm, each user sets up a time to be woken up, and a user will call you. Oh, that sounds horrible. We should oh, yeah. we should have a thing for the audience where they try it for maybe a week, and they report back what they have.
1: Well, if they want to try it and report back, that's great, because I am not fucking doing
0: <laughs> I have a thing that pain might actually kill me if I do it again.
1: Yeah. There we go, uh, Tim. So I've got a question for you. Keep my white name out your fucking mouth. Out your mouth. Keep my white mouth out your mouth who's is...
0: will smith beating up
1: well the section is called keep my wife's mouth out your mouth so uh <laughs> tim who's will smith beating up and where
0: will smith has gone has gone overseas and is beating up ulf christensen the swedish prime minister for terminating the uh the swedish port the swedish tourism phone number thing
1: i think that's a fair one
0: yeah what about you joey
1: <laughs> so a little segue to our next section uh Will Smith is slapping the shit out of Rishi Sunak for being Again. A, an insufferable wanker.
0: Yes, yeah, we we don't often talk politics on this show because, let's face it, there's a lot of drivel on here. But, uh, well, there's uh, a lot there's a of a drivel lot of on trouble.
1: here, but there's even more drivel within the, the British politics system. Hmm.
0: Behind the doors of number 10 right now. Joey, what's, 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 what's Rishi done? <sighs> so,
1: um, Rishi uh, is a bit of a prick, basically. He has... um, So, something they do in, in in the UK, I think they do it in America as well, is they have a, a, a party conference. Mm-hmm. And as a part of the Tory party conference, which Rishi Sunak represents, they're in charge of the country, he delivered a speech today, and he did two things within this speech that make him more of a wanker than you could ever imagine. He said the sentence... A man is a man, and a woman is a woman. Misgendering people is common sense.
0: That's a baffling sentence to begin with, because like it's saying that it's like saying misunderstanding is common sense. If you're if you're knowingly doing something that is uh, tantamount, like uh, the total opposite of what the intended thing is, and then saying it's the intended way of doing it, Mm -hmm. it's, it's backwards to say the least.
1: Yeah, so what he's done is said it's it's basically fine to um, misgender trans people.
0: Spoiler, um, it's not.
1: No, it's absolutely not. Um, the other thing he did was cancel HS2. Now, HS2, sorry, I should rephrase that so it's correct. He cancelled the second part of HS2. So HS2 is a high-speed railway that has... Actually, Tim, how much do you think this has already cost the country?
0: God, it was. I remember it being in place when I fucking moved out of Birmingham, and that was 2013.
1: Okay, so, so 10 years ago, at least.
0: Years. It's going to be like 30, 40 million, if not more. more. 120 million? More. 500 million.
1: 55 billion pounds.
0: 55 billion? <laughs> yes. That's how much it's cost already, and he's scrapped.
1: And he scrapped the second half of it. Yeah,
0: like I'm, I'm not one for saying that people should lean into the sunk cost fallacy, but you know, at some point, yeah, fifty-five billion in the hole, you better finish the job.
1: So the the thing I really like about this is so there's there's a couple of things that are really good. First of all, scrapping the second half means that you don't get the high speed link between Manchester and Birmingham, mm. and. The, the route was meant to be Manchester to Birmingham to London, and I think there might have been a Liverpool to Manchester link as well there. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I'd like to point out, they're keeping the Birmingham to London link. No problem at all with that. If that was the plan, no problem. Uh, if you were to get a regular train to London and then you were to get HS2 from Birmingham to London, how much time do you think it saves you?
0: It's going to be like half an hour at most isn't it
1: 36 minutes
0: right okay so not much difference at all
1: 55 billion pounds so that you can save something roughly the length of a simpsons episode and a half
0: so it would make sense if the high speed link was going from manchester to london like and that was just a straight shot like i i could completely understand
1: yeah because it's um, a long journey exactly Whereas um, you can get from Birmingham to London in probably an hour and forty-five. Yeah,
0: it's it's far. Um, it's actually part of the reason that Bristol's prices have gone up actually, is because of how convenient convenient it already is to get to to London rather. Yeah. Um, so a thing with local kind of Bristol housing is that because you can be in you can be in London from uh, from Bristol in about an hour and some change. Mm-hmm. Um, People from London are just saying, well, why don't we just live in Bristol, where we don't have to pay, like, London's living costs, but still be Um, in, like, a reasonable commute.
1: And now they do.
0: And now they do. And that's uh, what drove up Bristol prices. Uh, And if High Speed Link and its 36-minute saving train journey is anything to go by, I would expect to see the same of Birmingham. But if I'm honest, I don't expect to see the same of Birmingham, because High Speed Link 2 is kind of shit for $55 (laughs) billion.
1: Um, On top of that, Rishi Sunak also said, don't worry, Manchester. We're going to improve your links as well. So they pledged to extend the Metro link, which is the tram system, um, to extend the line to Manchester Airport. Um, Great promise. It'd be really good for the city of Manchester if it hadn't already gone to the airport since 2014.
0: It's already been in place for the last nine years. Then what's it all about Leeds?
1: So I can't remember the exact um, wording of it, but he he essentially said that trains between Sheffield and Leeds, um, which are two cities within the same county, so not not hugely far apart, apart. Um, trains between Sheffield and Leeds would be five times more frequent than they already are. There's already a uh, train between Leeds and Sheffield every 10 minutes. So he's expecting a train between the two cities every two minutes.
0: It's it's a stupid, 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 ill-guided and ignorant. Uh, On the topic of ill-guided and ignorant ignorant (laughs) notions from the Tories, um, there was also a big article that came out yesterday. Um, This is coming from the Independent. Uh, and the headline is Trans Women to be Banned from Female NHS Wards as Steve Barkley, Health Secretary, insists Tories know what a woman is. Which is mm. fucking deplorable, uh, if yeah. you ask me. Um, and he was saying that, like, the Health Secretary promised in his conference speech to restore mm. common sense, in inverted commas, uh, to the health service and recognize the importance of biological sex in healthcare. Yes, biological sex in healthcare is important. But that also doesn't change the fact that trans women are also women.
1: Yeah. Sorry.
0: Um, but get with but, the fucking dimes, Barclay.
1: According to the Tory party, they don't exist, and it's absolutely fine to misgender
0: someone. Fucking stupid, and I and I pray, hands on hand on heart, on my knees praying that we don't have a Tory government in the When's the general election next year? Yeah. I um I, I beg that we don't have a Tory government next year.
1: I think I said to you before we start recording. I think we, the problem is we've had a Tory government for the last thirteen years mm-hmm.
0: without a um, real general election for it. Either. Well,
1: there, there have been a couple of general elections, mm. but they have been um, they've been tactically timed to mm. be in Tory's favour. Um, but I think the problem is that we're so far down the road with shitty. Tory elitist policies that even if we do get a, a Labour government um, the argument for the general election after that is going to be well wasn't any better under the, the Labour government but they'll spend their whole time trying to fix what the Tories have fucked up and essentially signalled austerity across the country it's, um,
0: whoever is it's a in, bit of a
1: dire situation really
0: whoever's in after the Tories is already starting 30 feet deep in a hole and they've yeah. been given maybe six feet of like sand and soil and concrete to stick themselves out with.
1: Yeah. So, can I give you another headline and sub headline from the Tory Party conference? Absolutely. Suella Braverman, who is the Home Secretary, Suella Braverman apologises to all dogs out there after unfortunate incident. Have you seen this?
0: I haven't.
1: <laughs> so, the sub headline the home secretary who was accused of a homophobic rant during vile conference speech was pictured stepping on an unfortunate dog's tail during the tory party conference she stood on a guide dog tim
0: she stood on a guide dog
1: she stood on a guide dog and on top of that only a still picture so you don't get the full image doesn't look like she moved so just is, stood on it
0: is that not very emblematic and symbolic of the current Tory leadership.
1: Uh, yes.
0: All right, good. If if anyone wants to know what our politics system in the UK currently looks like, picture of up-their-own-ass Tory rich politician standing on a guide dog. <laughs> yeah. She has not moved. Is she wearing heels?
1: Uh, yeah. Fucking hell. So there's the picture. She stood on the guide dog. Uh, and if anyone wanted to know which way Tim and my politics swing, uh, it's not Tory.
0: Yeah, fuck those guys.
1: Fuck the Tories.
0: Fuck the Tories. Uh,
1: anything else you want to talk about, Tim?
0: Uh, should we get the pub quiz question answer? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, so the question was: Uh, in the world of board games, what is the maximum number of players allowed in a game of Settlers of Catan? Uh, the maximum number of players that are allowed is six. Uh, if anyone hasn't played Catan go play it, go play it on tabletop sim, go buy a physical copy, especially if you can get 3D Catan, it's very, very fun.
1: Do you have 3D Catan?
0: No, but our next door neighbours do, and we want to get a regular copy of Catan.
1: Oh, cool. That'd be fun.
0: just about setting up trades and blocking off resources for other players.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Tim, I'm going to tell you really quickly, because we don't have heaps of time, but we also did get moaned at in our Discord about how short the episode was this week um i might put all the moans together and and do a little reading next week uh so you got you got called out for slagging off golf last week which i, I will stand don't. by that
0: golf is the perfect picture of what is exactly wrong with the with the, with the classified and use of regional land so if you think that setting out a big old field of perfectly usable land for right that can be done for homes horticulture agriculture, whatever the case may be, but instead you'd rather have rich dickheads hit a tiny ball around a field with a stick, you are looking at the problem wrong. I will stand by it.
1: Uh, can you direct that at Slade, who was not happy about you slagging off
0: golf? He knows I don't like golf. I don't know why he's surprised.
1: Fair enough. Mini um, golf's fine.
0: That's that's like in a bar or something, but regular golf, no, For for dickheads and run by dickheads.
1: Uh, cool. Uh, and then, so, um, what else was I going to say to you from the Discord? So, we uh, we uh, got a poem, because it's Random Poetry Day.
0: It's Random Poetry Day today,
1: yep. So, Northern Boy said, today my massive order came in. Rather than handling, I chucked it in the bin. It's too much stuff, too much junk. I'd rather be listening to some funk.
0: <laughs> I, too, would rather be listening to funk than handling my, my job today. <laughs>
1: Rather than handling your junk.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I also got a poem from a friend of the pod, Jess, but it's on my work laptop, and I ain't opening that up again. Thank you for the poem, Jess. Jess. I really appreciated it. Um, And then there was an argument about golf versus baseball.
0: Baseball wins. Sorry, golfers.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. I'm sure there was something else I was gonna tell you, but I can't even remember what it was.
0: Well I mean, I, I've got Discord notifications muted on my phone at the minute. I think it's a really refreshing thing to do, which is just to mute as many notifications as possible. Um
1: mute as much feedback on the podcast as
0: possible. Not even that, just Discord as a whole. Um but like I well I opened up Discord today uh to record some lines that you requested that I'm still curious about. Um yeah. I'll tell you what it
1: is after the recording.
0: Okay, cool. I think I have an idea, but um, it'd be good to get a more better idea. It's not a jingle. No, no, I figured. Um, okay. But then I opened up uh, the two blokes from Blighty uh, chat uh, and just saw people getting uh, angry at golf, having an argument about baseball. Uh, baseball wins. Sorry. Mm.
1: You also sent me a, uh, a video of our game of Boulder Skate. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So we, we Tim... played Baldur's game the other day. <laughs> yep, we played it. Um, the you're Nova fun? Boy Payne, Tim, and myself. Yeah, I had a lot of fun, but the video is the most fun part. Can you explain what's happening in the video?
0: So I am playing a, a dwarf bard, um, and I forget what my character's name is, but it's something stupid, I'm sure. And Joey's gone and made Howard from the Halifax adverts, and if you're a British individual, you'll know who exactly that is. But Joey has also decided to make them run around in the buff the entire game. (laughs) And Joey is also a barbarian, so he's got massive strength. And Joey spent a lot of time in that session throwing me off of things or throwing me (laughs) up cliffs, so I couldn't make my way with the rest of the party.
1: (laughs) I had notes. so I right-clicked on you thinking I was going to do a ranged attack. I thought I saw... Ooh, throw! So um, I did it, and it was... Do you know why it was immensely fun? <laughs> if you know any bards that are dwarves and you're a barbarian, then I thoroughly recommend throwing them up a cliff.
0: I so Payne and I are doing this uh, fun little game at the minute where if someone want, doesn't want to do something, it's a bit like what are the odds? But we're like rolling for different things. Like we we kind of made little D and D character sheets for each other, mm-hmm. uh, and we have to roll based on like charisma or luck or strength or whatever to go and do a job that needs doing. Fair enough. I think it's a bit of fun.
1: I, I don't understand how D&D works enough to really appreciate it. I'm sure it's very clever. I'm sure it's very fun. But I basically do what Baldur's Gate tells me to.
0: So I used to DM um, a campaign... Uh, for a bunch of uh, for a bunch of players, we did it as a series of one shot campaigns.
1: Sorry, DM is dungeon master, not direct message,
0: right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Uh, and we ran a combination of fifth edition and home, uh, which is like I uh, don't know what that means. The fifth edition is just like the fifth version of the official rules with homebrew, with, uh, which allows you to add like your own little unique rules to make the game more interesting, specifically your Um Okay. So. The way we did homebrew was I allowed each player in the campaign to bring a weapon of their own, choose they can design a weapon. I think you
1: might have told this on the podcast. Have I actually? Well, someone had a Wabbajack from Skyrim. Yes, that you? was Bill, the mage. Yeah. yeah. So you've told this already.
0: Oh, well, there you go. Um, I do, I, I wish I still had the notes from like some of the weapons I came up with. Like I had one just called, what was it? The Raven Dagger, and um... And the whole plan was to have the party go through this whole series of dungeons and quests to get the Raven Dagger. It was meant to be like this really sought after item. And all it did was, if your character is stealthing while using it, it makes screams like a crow. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, it's just a dagger.
1: like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Um, I think that was everything for you.
0: Um, oh, we should probably express as well. I'm I'm going away in like uh, for like two weeks ish. I'm on a big old road trip uh, in the middle of October, uh, so we're going to be recording a couple of episodes in advance.
1: Going to go around on the Geordie Fun Bus.
0: We're going on the Geordie Fun Bus. We're off to Sunderland. <laughs> Look, it's the Fun Bus. Can you oh, see the Sky TV van?
1: I know what I was going to ask you. What was it? Did I send you a trailer for a movie?
0: Oh yes uh the toxic avenger is coming back
1: you've and seen the original haven't you of
0: course yeah yeah it's 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 a it's a classic
1: um one of the best b movies i've ever seen
0: it's amazing and yeah and i did not know that it was getting a return
1: no so can you explain the toxic avenger for anyone who doesn't know what it is
0: uh, so it is a. Uh, 70- well,
1: expl- sorry, explain the original because I don't really know the ins and outs of the new one. No,
0: I don't know the ins and outs of the new one either. Um, but the original was a mid to late 70s or maybe early 80s B movie mm-hmm. uh, about a guy, and uh, he basically fell into a vat of toxic waste that was just on the back of a truck.
1: Well,. The way that he fell is important as well, if you remember. Do you want me to explain it? He fell out of a window. He? So he he worked in a gym, and there were the popular girls at the gym, and he fancied the most popular. And they thought it would be really funny to tease this guy, make him wear a tutu so that um he can get a kiss from this girl. But actually, it was a setup to make everyone at the gym laugh at him. Oh, no. So, In order to run away from the entire gym laughing at him, he ran upstairs too quickly and fell out of a second-story window into a vat of toxic waste.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He then became the Toxic Avenger. Do you Um, remember who the bad guys in the Toxic Avenger were? I don't. It's been a very long time since I've seen it.
1: They were just some bikers that like running over children.
0: (laughs) What a movie. I need to watch. (laughs) It's
1: just wild. Um, But the new one looks good.
0: I have a, and I'm sure anyone who knows me about this, I have a love for shitty movies. I, they are my bread and butter. And one of my favorites that I've got on the shelf just down here, and I've just picked up my case of it, uh, is this Leprechaun 5, Leprechaun in the Hood. I've seen the original one with Warwick Davis. Well, Warwick Davis was contracted to was contracted to be the Leprechaun throughout the entire Leprechaun series. Oh um
1: God. And Jennifer also, Aniston's in the first one, isn't she? It's her
0: first acting role, yeah. Um God. so Leprechaun 5, uh Leprechaun in the Hood, uh is starring Ice T. Right? Of course, yeah. Of course. Warwick Davies, yep, that makes sense. And those are the only two big names. Uh, but I thought you might get a bit of a kick out the blurb uh, of this. Go on bit. then. Treat me. Uh and then and then we'll round things off. Uh after, um, after a long and golden dormancy, the leprechaun is brought back to life by three bungling rap artists to launch their music. Uh, looking to launch their music career, when Butch, Postmaster P, and Stray Bullet loot the local hip hop mogul studio to fund their demo album, the threesome unwittingly end up with the secrets of Mac Daddy's success—a magical flute. Their gigs instantly turn golden, but a bloodthirsty leprechaun and an angry Mac Daddy are hot on their trail. Leaving a wake of destruction tainted by politically incorrect limericks. Jesus <laughs> Took a left turn at the end there that I didn't expect. Never expected. Is that your is that your favorite bad movie? Uh I have a few. I'm looking at the shelf here. Uh I've got Nicole Kidman's first ever movie. Uh BMX Bandits, of which there are two BMX scenes.
1: <laughs> How many bandit scenes are there?
0: Zero. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Sex and the City 2, I've got
1: a copy of here. Ah, but hold on, because you have told me, and I know we said we're going to wrap up, you've told me that you enjoy watching Sex and the not City. Not enjoy,
0: not enjoy. <laughs> My girlfriend and I enjoy having a, like, watching Sex and the City and pausing to bitch about how they're all awful people. There's a difference between that and enjoying the show.
1: You enjoy watching it. We you enjoy, enjoy watching of- the experience of watching it, which is the same to me as enjoying watching the show. No, I think that's really You have a it. good time while watching the show and pausing to bitch about it. The second half is in its own little brackets. <laughs> the main point here is that you enjoy watching Sex and the City. For a bitch with my girlfriend.
0: The, the show is all No, 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 no. Let's awful.
1: forget the brackets at the end. <laughs> You enjoy
0: watching <laughs> Sex in the City. But okay, if you cut the sentence off early, you're in missing important context. No, you're not. You are? No, no, yeah. you're not at all. You are. But
1: you enjoy watching Sex in the City. It's a bitch about the people and the girls. Yeah. It's one sentence, right? The brackets, not that important. Because <laughs> oh, you have man. taken time. No, you've taken time out of your day. Ooh, what can I do that I enjoy? I'm going to put Sex and the City on. (laughs) So that I can bitch about it later. Exactly. Okay, I'm going to cut that middle bit out so that you just say exactly. Nice, the power of editing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tim, would you like to plug anything?
0: Uh, Yeah, The Fanatic. uh, Go listen to it. It's uh, wrapping up really slowly. Excruciatingly slowly. (laughs) Uh, Other than that, Bembo and everything. What about you, Joey?
1: Do you want to plug anything? Listen to this thing that is excruciatingly slow.
0: It's what it is right now. <laughs>
1: um, I would like to plug a band. You should listen to the Head Shrinkers. Their latest single is Bang Bang. Uh, it's my friend, Garen, is the lead singer. It's very good. Uh, and they are a very, very good band. Wow. Listen to them. Amazing. If you want to get plugged on Two Blokes from Blighty, Drop me a
0: DM after. Send us your measurements.
1: Send <laughs> <since> your measurements. <laughs> uh, Tim, is there anything else you want to say to the audience?
0: Ah, take that, you bastards.
1: Take that, you bastards. You bastards. You bastards. Bye.